Good evening, queens. This is your girl, Anne, and thank you for tuning in to Tribulations of a Queen. It is Sunday at 7 p.m., and today's topic is dealing with difficult family members. So, guys, let's talk about it. What do you think about this topic? Please message me, and if you have any questions about this, please let me know. So, dealing with difficult family members. To most women, family is important sometimes, and sometimes it's not. Because you know you have some of those difficult family members that just gets on your nerves. You try to avoid them. Hopefully, they're not in your life. Sometimes they are, but you know, so on and so on. But knowing that they're in your life and something bad happens to them, you don't want nothing bad to happen to them, but you try to avoid them as much as possible. So, if you're wondering why families are so important important to individuals, it's a number of reasons, but it seems to change within the times. Since we in 2020, you know, I think it's still the same, but it could be different by now. But basically, you know, it includes a group of people related to each other living together. Like any social relationship, strong bonds with family members can have great benefits for society and individuals. Family to me is important because sometimes family is your support system and especially when you're feeling down or when you're feeling up, that's the people that you want to run to so they can show support. Um, Basically, you know, I feel that family is important because they provide benefits to your physical and emotional and mental health that can be found anywhere else. That's what I think in my mind. Um, But there's sometimes that you and your family don't get along and dealing with difficult family is a reality for most people and I feel like some family members disrespect you and some of them are ungrateful and I'm here to talk about things that we can do to avoid difficult situations with those difficult family members. So I think that you can't change how somebody acts towards you and I don't think you should waste your time trying. Um, what you should do is try to control the situation and how that person acts. Depending on the type of person that you're dealing with and the issues that they have, there are different ways that you can act around them to keep the situation peaceful. But you got to think about what you want to do about this person as far as their typical behaviors, how to prepare the way that they act and what sets them off. So dealing with a situation with a difficult family member is for most people hard because for one, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Two, you don't want to mess up the relationship that y'all do have. And three, um, they don't listen anyway. So it's kind of hard to deal with these types of different family members that get on your nerves so sometimes you have to change how someone acts but sometimes you just gotta let it go because you don't want to lose your time trying to explain to them why they being so difficult so I think that you need to prepare yourself on how they act and try to avoid it but with their interactions, they 
usually like based on their past experiences, either the experience that they had with you or the experience that they had with others. And mostly difficult family members have a certain behavior pattern that is usually easy to track once you become aware of it. But based on their past behavior, they prepare themselves to deal with possible scenarios, but sometimes you can't do that. So by doing so, you might find it easier time to react differently and appropriately depending on who the person is. So I say one thing that I use is that I try to use empathy towards that person because based on the interaction that you have with that person, it's easier for you to understand where they're coming from. You don't have to agree with their viewpoint, but understanding might help you in the situation and it might make the situation more calmer. Interactions with the difficult person can help, you know, with opportunities for growth, you know, self-reflection. It might help them grow more as being positive. So, you know, think of a good possible way like that. So, how do you talk to a difficult family member? Well, what what I do is that knowing that the person is probably annoying, getting on your nerves, and you about to pull your hair out your head, I try to give them a good conflict resolution to help them not get an attitude when you try to speak to them all the time. So, instead of using the, the you statements, I try to use the I statements. So... Basically, I would say, like, um, if you use the I statements, you try to take the blame off the person you're speaking to. So, like, saying which will, like, probably, like, help it be more or, or less defensive, depending on how you say it. Phrases like, I feel threatened by comments like that, or I become easily offended about topics like these. So, start the word with... I instead of you and make it like feelings about you so it will seem less confrontational so you know that's easier to use um you can also set limits in your conversations so it's better to leave a bad conversation with a difficult family member because the more you talk the worse things tend to get so say something like I understand that you need or want to do this but I have this that I would like to accomplish. So let's figure out what to cut out and what we can do to get this done. Or you could say, I will not discuss this topic if you're not able to continue. Or if you feel like you're uncomfortable, then you need to leave. Or I will leave. Or to let me know what not to say to make the conversation more nasty or offensive. Um, you can also say, um, I suggest a break because sometimes, you know, your family members say things that may be offensive to you and you don't want to get to the point where you're over the edge. So you suggest a break and be like, you know what, let me get back to you. Let me come back to this because you need to get that break. So you don't say something that hurts their feelings or may backfire on you and it may hurt your feelings. So usually say it's a bit intense I'm going to let this 
cool off for a minute let me get some fresh air and get back to this in a couple minutes or if you feel like the conversation is overwhelming you would like to just continue speaking with that person but you can say it in a nice way like i enjoy speaking with you but let's put this in a pen of discussions for now and we can get back to it because right now i feel like i'm overwhelmed and i feel like this is not going anywhere so let's just come back to the conversation that's more easy to say. So, you can say things like that. Doesn't mean that the person is offensive. If they are offensive, oh well. But it's try to things to help them and help you at the same time. Um, another thing is too, you can ask that person if they understood what you were trying to say when you were trying to speak to them. So try to have them repeat what you said, or say things like, "What is your understanding of what I just said?" So that way you'll be able to clear up the misunderstanding by giving them additional information so they can better see your intention on what you were trying to say to them. Um, depending on the person, you know, you just have to prepare yourself, basically. You can be honest of how you feel about a certain situation. You can say, well, especially like, I don't know, like, tell them like, look, this hurt my feelings. I felt offensive when you said this. Um, I don't feel like you should have said this. Or I feel uncomfortable when you said this. You know, honesty is the best policy. Well, being honesty, it could backfire in certain situations. But it's a work to try to let them know that you were bothered and why. If honesty doesn't work at the first time, then there's no t- there's no chance of you trying to repeat it again. It's just a thing to let them know that, you know, I felt offensive, it hurt my feelings, and you should know about it. But if they feel like they are they don't care, then leave it alone. Also, another thing is to avoid hot topics. Anything that is disgusting, like a heated debate, avoid the topic. If your family member insists on discussing it, try to set, change the subject. If you can't change the subject, then step away from the person. By going to another room or into the meeting. By avoiding these topics that trigger them, you lessen the chances of starting a major argument. Because most of the time when you bring that conversation up, it's always going to end in an argument. And then either it's going to end up with you two not even talking. Or you're not family members. You cut off, you cut off all communication with that person. And that's not right. So you need to have a better understanding on what the conversation is. Again, you need to avoid stressful situations. So when you interact with a a difficult family member, try to avoid activity locations that may start a bad behavior. So if you feel like you had a fight at McDonald's or something like that, or even at the club, don't bring that person to that place. Because it's going to bring up something, trigger it, make it another um, stressful situation, and then you're back at square one. Back to you having an argument. Back to you having a fight. Leave it alone. It's nothing that serious. going to go somewhere new. You know, you always got to go to the same place. Try different places. Try something different, like somewhere to eat. You don't, you don't always have to go to the club and shake your ass. So, another thing is don't ignore them completely when you're dealing with a difficult situation it might seem logical to simply ignore them but who's bothering you but that can actually cause more issue than good so 
make it a point to say hi when you see them or engage in the small talk if you can. You can then, you know, avoid them during events, engaging only to like approach them, but at least say hi. Or at least say hi, how are you doing? If they say, oh, I'm doing fine, then that's good. You did some small talk. You don't have to have a full conversation with them, but at least acknowledge that you see them. Another thing that I want to speak about is, you know, keeping tabs on your own emotions. A lot of people tend to bring up the past. Leave the past in the past. Yeah, you're hurting from whatever situation that you had, but I feel like you should leave it in the past because even though you're still stuck in the past, that person already has moved on with their life and they're really, really not worried about you. So remember to continue checking in with yourself. Know any tension in your body. Try some common techniques to get yourself through the stressful moments, but make sure you leave those stressful moments at stressful moments and just leave them where they're at. Look for like simple ways of taking a break, like going to the restroom. If you reach your emotional breaking point, find a discreet way to excuse yourself. So if you feel like you're getting upset and that person's in front of your face, just be like, you know what? Excuse me, I gotta go to the bathroom. Excuse me, I need to go step out. I have a phone call. You can lie and say you got a phone call. Or you can just be like, look, I need some air. Let me go outside, get some air. It's just as simple as that. You don't have to always engage with the attitude. You don't have to always yell at that person. You can just take a breather. Like I said before, take a break. But notice your own emotions. Um, you know, so that's another thing. Another thing about it is... You always have those family members that like to take over conversation, but in your conversations or wants to control what the situation is supposed to be. You know, they don't need to do that. Let them deal whatever what they're dealing with. But at least if they come up to you and try to change your conversation on what you're having, just let it slide. It's not even that possible. Or you just walk away. Like, it's not even that serious. But I just wanted to bring that up as far as family that is difficult. We know we always have those difficult family members, but you got to realize too, they are your family and we can't choose who we want to be in our family, but it's how it is. Um, you don't have to love them, but they are your family. <laughs> Sad to say. But I just wanted to have the discussion about dealing with difficult family members. Um, this is the end of the podcast. Um, I want to thank you for listening. And the next podcast is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. So I hope everybody has a good evening. And again, guys, thank you for listening. Have a good night.